This is 937 a ticket. Look at me, sure. Look at me, sure. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley, Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. That's a handsome young man right there. <laughs> that guy is sexy. <laughs> That's one sexy guy. <laughs> yeah, it's me, the black shirt. <laughs> That's the old black shirt. Wow, look at that youngster. <laughs> you look awfully young, Terrell. I'm st- I still look like that. I don't believe you. <laughs> you know you can see yourself, right? All right, I got a question for y'all. Who's in more trouble? The New York Knicks or the Golden State Warriors? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Golden State Warriors are in trouble. I think both of them. They're in a world of trouble. Both of them down 3-1 after last night. They're in a world of trouble. Lakers are looking scary right now. So, what, what is what is Miami's an eight seed? Mm-hmm. So, what is New York? I believe uh, Rico would know it perfectly. I think it's uh, it's uh, the four or five because uh, the 8-1 winner wins the four. So it's either the four or the five. I'm trying to think. Um, we'll get Rico's. Uh, Rico's uh, Rico, what's, what's, what seed hello. is New York exactly? What? What seed is New York? Four or five? Five. Five. Okay. Should have been a nine. <laughs> Shouldn't even be in the playoffs. I mean, they won their first round series. That's okay. You you don't get anything for winning. I'm first sorry. Round. Where's the, where's the team from Georgia? Uh, oh, we, that's right. Atlanta didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, cool. we did. No, make they the make the playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah, even won a game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> didn't win a series though. That's okay. Didn't win a series. Congratulations. That's okay. Congratulations. My Braves are better than your Yankees. That is true. Who is talking baseball anyway? That is factual. <laughs> no team. Hey, did you guys see Daniel's big Daniel's play? Uh-oh. When was, when was, he, was he playing in he the He had a game, man. He had a, he had a, I knew he had at least a sack, maybe two. Hmm. Vershawn, why are you a ghost? I'm melting! <laughs> I'm melting! No, I, I'm i trying to... When I put Terrell up, it messed it up. <laughs> Shouldn't have never did it. No, it's it's his fault because he tried to put his face next to my face. You look like, uh, you look like Thanos snapped you. <laughs> there you go. That's, you're back. I'm going to just go nothing. I just go no green. Look, it's a green screen, y'all. You didn't think I was that. It's just a green screen. That's all it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're not screen. a magic worker, huh? No, nah, I'm not a magic worker. I'm just, I learn things and then I try to. I'm gonna get practice. you a. I'm gonna get you a black shirt flag for back there. So when you come on, you could just have a, a skull and bone back there. Let me let me ask you guys this because coming nah. out of that NBA game, I don't know if you saw it. The uh, the Warriors at one point, Gary Payton, Payton Jr. just walked off the court. People were wondering what it was. When you look closer at it, it appears that he perhaps 
threw up in his mouth. He did not. He didn't throw up on the floor. Um, so he was holding it in his mouth. He had to eventually just walk right off the the, the court. Um, obviously, in the football field, you don't need to do that. You just puke. I, I, well, I have puked one time, but yeah, that was in Canada. And you I've just never. You never. You're not holding it in your mouth though. That's because I had a rough night. You know. Oh, okay. It wasn't because <laughs> it wasn't, of football. No, okay. It was because I had a rough night. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was a scrimmage. So, how do you throw up in your mouth? Uh, dr- at some point, don't it explode? <laughs> you would. It might if you have too much. Apparently, it wasn't. It wasn't enough. He kind of like just kind of sat there and somewhat played like you know spatial defense. They didn't. Thankfully for him, like they should have passed. You know, if they would have noticed, maybe they passed the ball to his guy, and you, you know, got, try to like back him down in the post. Yeah, it could have been ugly. Uh, but thankfully, he was able to uh, get off the court uh, and and do what you need to do there. I just thought that was uh, I thought that was interesting because I wondered why he just walked off the court, and then you know you look at it closer, you can see oh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you did fix it. Me and the big fella. Shout out to him, man. Keep keep doing what you're doing, big fella. You'll be playing on Sundays quick enough. You'll you'll get you'll he'll get a shot on somebody's team. I guarantee you that. Ray says Whipple ran it just enough to say there. I tried. <laughs> yeah. He also says after a few games, Grant ran like he didn't trust the O line. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, I mean that. Again, and, and Matt rules doing. I don't know if it was. Go ahead. I just say Matt rules doing a lot to try to protect. You know the offensive line. The the amount of work that they're putting in. He calls them the you know the most. You know I I can't. Oh, I have it right in front of you. The most Nebraska Cornhusker uh, football. You know part of the football roster, or whatever. Um, but it's 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 been a weakness for years now, and you know that's part of why you abandon the running game. That's part of the reason why you're seeing. His numbers go down as the frustration started to mount up. Um, you remember early in the year, he would like he would not hit, get a tackle for loss. Like it just was, it was you know you can hit him in the backfield and he'd find a way to across that line of scrimmage, um, and that just kind of dissipated. And I, and I wonder too because when I look at the spring game, and I know you don't want to take too much out of the spring game, obviously, but his numbers were similar to what it was in the second half of the year rather than the first part of the year again. Let me ask you a question. The um, because kind of to go along with that. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought there. What was it? Go ahead, Bach. It'll come back to me. It was yeah. good though. But in the, in the two though, you have to know who you who you hired in, in Whipple. We can make fun of Whipple and, and say he didn't do this. He didn't know how to coach in the big. You you went out there and hired a, a pass heavy quarterback. You know, a guy coming off the best year that he's had with a quarterback. Um, and you know, again, to me, that's part of the whole problem of last year. I just didn't think it was a good plan to begin with, uh, but you know it is. It is what it is now. It was. It, it, it was some way to keep Scott Frost around, put him in a CEO role, try to switch up how the offense looked. Get you know, get, put a different offense in there. But to me, bringing in a pass happy offensive coordinator with a, a, a non mobile quarterback and behind that offensive line, I just never saw where the you know the idea was behind it to begin with. You brought it right back to me. Thank you. Have we signed a top 20 offensive line for the 2024 class or the 2023 class? See, while we were running around here worried about receivers and quarterbacks and and linebackers and safeties and corners and kickers, 
We forgot the number one spot of who Nebraska is, is up front. And if you don't get another pipeline in there, I don't care who you put behind it. Not going to matter. So have we got a top 20 offensive lineman? I don't believe so. They're obviously working on Brandon Baker, and that's the big hope to get one of the, one of the top offensive linemen. But, um, you know, they've had guys for years, and it's not, you know, they're not getting classes that would just shock you or anything or, 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 or break your, your doors down or anything. But they've they've been able to get four-star offensive linemen for years, and, you know, some of them don't materialize. Some of them, you know, whatever. Some, some offensive linemen that play here – are okay here. And then they go in the league and they play for eight years. I mean, it, it, it's just been, it's just hasn't worked out for Nebraska for the long period. I mean, even Cam Jurgens' career as good of an offensive lineman as he was the first part of it, you're mostly talking about miss, you know, bad snaps. Um, so it's, it, you know, I don't know if they've just not gotten the most out of the guys they've had here. Um, again, it goes back to development, all that sort of thing. Um, but this is a line of scrimmage league. And so you're right. I mean, we, we do. And, th- and that's what I get. Another problem with last year was, hey, look at this flashy skill position guy. And this look at this quarterback and all that. And they didn't add a whole lot of offensive linemen. Um, and, you know, and it showed last season. How do you, you have a Caleb Pyfrom. That's got every school in America at Omaha Central right now. So kids are going to Omaha Central just based on the fact that all these doggone people, all these football colleges are contacting, you know, Central trying to figure out what's up with Caleb Pfeiffer. Four star. Probably will be a five star by the end of the season. Why haven't we locked that kid down? That's my question. He's an Omaha kid. His dad played for Creighton. Why ain't he he saying, I'm going to Nebraska? And so he can start recruiting some other big guys. Well, I've said this too. I mean, if I'm a a stud offensive lineman, I don't know if Nebraska is my first choice. I mean, they, they at, at one time they were. One time you had the pipeline. At one time you had all these guys in the league. Now, if, if I'm a stud offensive lineman and I have offers from Iowa and Nebraska, one's got a very recent track record of putting guys in the league and not just guys in the league. You know, all, like Tristan Wirfs is one of the best in the, in the, in the league. You compare it to Nebraska and, and you're kind of t- telling a comeback story. So... That's that's part of the problem too. I mean, we can talk about in-state recruiting, but if if I'm Caleb Pye from your heart might say Nebraska, and I hope his heart does. But some of the stats, some of you know the brain, you know that sort of thing might tell you you might be better off going somewhere else. Now there is you know Coach Riola, you want to give him a shot and all that, but uh, so I don't want to like put on ten years of 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 not great offensive line development on Coach Riola, but you know that's just kind of that's kind of what it is right now. You have to start somewhere. You have to get an anchor. I'm looking at it. Listen, if you could, if you could pull off Baker and Pythrum, you got one side solid. Immediately, these kids can come in. You talked about we're talking about size. They they got Caleb Pythrum is as big as you want him to be six seven, two eighty. Monster. He can hoop. His dad is a six, I call him a seven-footer, but he's 6'11". Live in Pfeiffer. 
comes from good stock. How come we can't get him to sign? Because at this point, the more you allow the Alabamas, the Georgias, to come into our backyard and, and, and the kids have not committed, you open yourself up to someone coming in and taking probably the best lineman out of Omaha in 20 years. I'm, I'm calling live in part, or, or Caleb Pipe from the right now, before his senior year, though he will be the best offensive lineman to come out of Omaha, Nebraska in 20 years. If not more, I, I, I know 20. Out of Omaha. That went to that's gonna go and have an opportunity to play on, on Sundays because he's got all the, the measurables. Now he just gotta get strong and get the smarts, know-how, technique, discipline. Bigger, stronger, faster. Yeah, and, and you're right, Nebraska better you know, you look at his his offer sheet too. Nebraska might want to get it done before he blows up, like you're saying, because right now it's kind of the old uh, local Midwest. I mean, Penn State's in there, but you got Colorado. He's got 11 offers, Colorado, Iowa State, Kansas, Kansas State, Minnesota, Wyoming, you know, those type of local Midwest offers. Um, you know, if, if he if he takes a step up, you know, you might you might start seeing more teams across the country, not just the Midwest, give him a call. First of all, he's working out with probably the best trainer in – one of the best trainers in Omaha, in Lamont Gilchrist. And I'm telling you right now, I hope Coach Rule and those guys are listening. Matter of fact, I got you. But I just really and truly think that Caleb Pyfram is one of those guys that you can, you can, you can build something around. Baker, same thing. He's bigger than Baker, by the way. But he just started playing football as a freshman. So he's raw. It might have been his sophomore year when he started. He is as raw as they come. And he comes from a basketball background, so you know he's got good feet. His arms are, he's probably got a 12-foot wingspan. I'm serious. There's no reason for us to miss on Caleb Pfeiffer. No reason. To lock him in right now. I don't know what that does. I don't know how that looks. But I think we should lock him in. And then we should start to. Whoever the next best guy is. We need to lock him in. We need to lock in the top. Seven offensive linemen. Okay. I'll back up. The top five guys from Omaha. Or from now from Omaha. But from Nebraska. To me need to go to Nebraska. Hands down. Without a doubt. I got Terrell. I got Terrell over there studying right now. Oh no, I seen something. I was trying to check out. Oh, I gave you too much credit. Go to break, Terrell. Do some work. I got all the work you need. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're gonna take it to break. This is the ticket, ninety-three point seven on the black shirt, Terrell Farley. I'm with Bach, and I'm with the captain. The captain. Uh, <laughs> We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>